As an HR professional, you know how many people talk in your office. And I don't mean casual conversations, but gossip. Gossip is one of those words that you may have heard teachers or parents warn you about your whole life. In your role, you can't really avoid talking about things, and you know how delicately you have to police non-work-related talk among your employees. Not all talking is gossip, but there are nuances to workplace communication that are hard to understand. Our goal today is to help you better understand the nuances of workplace talk and set standards you and everyone else can easily follow. Today we'll discuss the differences between office, gossip, and strategic communication, do's and don'ts when communicating in the office, and how to communicate strategically. Let's get started. What is the difference between office, gossip, and strategic communication? I'm sure that during your school days, gossip impacted you in some way. Whether it was a vicious rumor, a tall tale, or serious secrets being shared, you've likely experienced the way gossip spreads and how harmful it can be. Unfortunately, adults are just as likely to gossip as the middle schoolers of your past. In a professional environment, the stakes are higher if gossip takes hold. You don't want your organization's culture to feel the damaging effects of workplace gossip. If gossiping isn't stopped, you may witness teams fracture beneath the pressure of easily preventable strain. Teams are most effective when everyone communicates openly and honestly. If anyone goes behind each other's back, it isn't hard to predict that that relationship will suffer. But sometimes what sounds like gossip isn't actually gossip. If people are coming to you with comments or concerns about a colleague, you may get put in an awkward position of needing to step in. This doesn't mean you're gossiping about anyone or that employees are seeking you for a bit of drama. As HR, you're the hub of communication between employees and each other. Employees and the organization, and sometimes even employees and external stakeholders. Knowing the best way to communicate is key to your success, and doing it well could be vital to maintaining a good reputation in your organization. So where is the line between office gossip and strategic communication? The line can be defined simply. Office gossip isn't worked towards the common goal of your organization's success. Strategic communication is when you deliver professional and necessary information to the most appropriate person in an official communication channel. You probably already know how to identify obvious gossip, but we want to dive a little deeper to help you determine the best communication strategies to avoid the pitfalls of saying the wrong thing. The role of an HR party of one is already lonely enough. Don't let it get worse. Do's and don'ts when communicating in the office. Office talk happens in all directions, from you to employees, between employees and other employees, and from employees to you. Let's go over some do's and don'ts of office talk when it's from you to employees and what to watch between employees and their coworkers so you can cover your bases when communicating strategically. Do know what is your responsibility to say. Don't participate in or encourage water cooler chats. Water cooler chats are informal conversations that rarely advance the goals of a team. Examples include commenting on others' appearances or discussing the personal lives of colleagues. Also, consider that any talk about your organization that is harmful and unfounded counts as gossip. 
Employees shouldn't predict if someone else is getting fired soon or speculate that the organization isn't doing well financially. As HR, you play a much more dangerous game than the average employee if you share anything. You probably have more access to company records, employees' personal information, and behind-the-scenes happenings of each team. There will be times when you bear the responsibility of warning an employee that they're on their third strike or instructing an intern that they wash their own dishes in your office's kitchen. Be mindful of everything you know and how little of it should be known by anyone else. For example, if your boss told you that they are on the fence about whether to choose Florida or Texas for the annual company retreat, don't excitedly tell others how fun Dallas is going to be. You may be right that Dallas is the ultimate winner, but you don't want to communicate important information before the decision makers are ready. Water cooler conversations are often shallow and uninformed and certainly don't advance careers or goals, but they do run a high risk of hurting a coworker's feelings and potentially spreading destructive rumors about your organization. Don't say anything that isn't timely and necessary. Work-related communication should always happen at the correct time and contain important information. An example of timely and necessary communication may be performance questions or observations. If one of your managers has observed a dip in their direct reports productivity, then there's something you need to know at that time to decide the best course of action. Or if a colleague levies complaints about their desk neighbor for being distracting, you should step in and say something to prevent future issues. But sometimes it isn't necessary for you to say anything. If one of your employees often complains about a coworker's messy handwriting, consider if that's a situation worth wading into. Unless the messy handwriting inhibits team members from reading important notes, does it really matter if someone has chicken scratch? Don't say things that could impact someone else's productivity or happiness in your organization. So keep in mind that it's important for communication also to be timely. If something important is brought to your attention, set aside time to approach the topic within a week or sooner if it's a critical matter. You don't want to sit on issues or important information for weeks. By the time you get around to saying something, it wouldn't be fresh in your mind or in the mind of the employee. Workplace communication must be timely and necessary to be effective. Ensuring this may help you prevent potentially harmful workplace talk, which protects your organization's culture and your reputation too. Don't share information with people that have no direct authority over a situation. One of the best ways to police workplace gossip is to prevent its spread in the first place. Think about who needs to know things. If there is an issue with an employee, the only people to keep updated should be their manager and maybe whoever is above that manager and you, of course. Keeping communication selective can help prevent people with no stake in the conversation from sharing half-informed opinions or ideas with others. It also limits the information to the same people who want to avoid inviting gossip on the topic too. On a larger scale that direct reports and managers, don't share info about team changes with people in other departments. Unless it directly affects their productivity and they must be informed, there isn't much reason for the marketing department to know the troubles occurring behind the scenes on the development team. Encourage everyone to be mindful of others and of your organization. Not everyone knows the end goals of decisions made by your leadership, so making potentially harmful comments can impact future success. 
warn employees that rumors are often untrue and that anything anyone accidentally overhears is never the full picture. Now that you have a better idea of the do's and don'ts of workplace communication, we can get into the nitty gritty of communication strategy. How to communicate strategically. There are many tried and true methods to help you communicate effectively. So let's cover a few to set a good foundation for strategic communication. Watch what you say. This will sound obvious, but be careful to watch your words. Language is important. The words you use convey tone and intention, and some people may read too deeply into what you say. One way to prevent miscommunication is to use gentle, non-aggressive language in official communications, like for performance reviews. Choose words that can't be misconstrued or taken out of context, so you know your message is clear and understood by your audience. Only communicate in official channels. Send all organizational reminders and information in a preset communication channel that everyone recognizes and can access. This depends on your organization's preferences. You may use email to communicate important benefit notices or an HRIS to manage performance reviews. The performance management feature of an HRIS like Bernie Portal keeps everyone accountable. You can review meeting notes if issues arise, and your teams have a dated record that tracks individual productivity, personal progress, and more. Make sure everyone in your organization knows not to share sensitive information on personal devices ever. Once talk happens on an unofficial channel, you run the risk of losing control of the narrative. You want to be able to stop harmful workplace gossip in its tracks, so keeping everything above board is critical. Set communication expectations in a culture guide. You can set reasonable expectations for communication pathways in a culture guide. Expectations depend on your organization's preferences, but here are some key tips to give you an idea. A culture guide could provide a communication tier. So if you have various different methods to communicate, everyone knows the right application to use for their specific need. If you use Slack, your people will know it's for casual, quick questions. Conversely, you can impress on employees that physical interruptions are a last resort option. A culture guide can instruct employees on how to address each other. If your organization promotes equity between employees of any level, have your culture guide outline that each person should be addressed as a team member rather than by a fancy title. A culture guide can provide structure for various communication needs. If your organization works best when emails are formatted a certain way, use the culture guide to outline the best structure so that employees can reference that info at any time. A culture guide can set your organization up for success in areas other than communication. Want to learn more? I'll link a resource in the description for everything you need to know about building and updating a culture guide so you can stay compliant and build company culture at the same time. In this episode, we've covered everything you need to know about defining the difference between office gossip and strategic communication. Sometimes recognizing the line between helpful and hurtful can be tricky, but you now have the do's and don'ts of workplace talk. Plus, you can use these strategies to ensure your communication is professional and worthwhile at all times. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.